Check it, check it. Pittsburgh Steelers. It was like the George Foreman fight. Down goes Frazier. Can take it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Exo Sports Talk. Terry, what episode is this? Please. Ex- episode number 68. 68. Wow. Well, we are moving to a hundred slowly but surely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're tonight. We're out with uh, without Malcolm and Emerson. Like, like they said in the Bronx Tale, the working man is a sucker. But we, <laughs> we wish them nothing but the best. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can't make it up, you know, uh, you Terry. Know. How are you tonight? I'm good, Aaron. What's going on with you, man? How you feeling tonight? Oh, um, a little sad. Uh, some personal tragedy in my life, but you know, I will make through. We'll get through it. Got your back. Um, Got your back. Yeah. Thank you, baby brother. How are you tonight? I am doing all right, man. I did a little time travel this morning. As I told people before, music is is the ultimate way to travel back in time. And this morning, I was bumping a little Daryl and Joe by Run DMC. Oh, wow. It brought me right wow. back. As a matter of fact, let me tell you what it took me back to. The story was is Daryl and Joe. Uh, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday afternoon, like four, five, and. Mom went to church already. Dad just left for church. I think T was with me. It was either T or Noel. But as soon as Dad left, we put the speakers up on the in the window, and we turned the amp up to ten. And we were just on a bump- Sunday. On a Sunday. Oh my <laughs> we goodness! Just bumping Daryl and Joe, and I think Daddy must have forgot something. Came back to the house. <laughs> he just opened the door. I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the end. Uh, it's all over. I'm done. And T, was that with you? Was you with me on that or was it all? I cannot recall. I can't confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> no, it was me. It was yeah. me. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, he's going to kill me. But you know what irony of the story was? He didn't really punish me. And what he did was that's when he built that room in the basement that single room and that's when i put the dj equipment which was brought by my brother which i give you much that for that i do remember that that was when you got your income tax check and you brought that dj equipment for me i'm sorry in the basement. that let me give you a correction that was my first income tax check like you all with interest no i i I'll never forget. He, I got it, and I was so happy. I think it was like a thousand dollars. And Brian said, 
Can can you buy me some DJ equipment? <laughs> I looked at him in, in complete shock. Tears wanted to come rolling down my face. But I was like, this is my baby brother, and, and I bought it. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget that. And that's what it brought me back to, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> man. And now the baby brother takes care of me. <laughs> the three well, circle of life. Life cycle, yeah. <laughs> yep. Terry, tell me about that subscribe button, please. Exo Sports Talk would like to welcome everybody to the show tonight and thank all our current viewers and subscribers for their support. If you are checking us out for the first time and do not know, we are currently streaming on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're watching the show on YouTube, press that like button, hit that subscribe button and tap that notification bell. So, you know, when we go live to discuss some of the latest news and rumors going on in the world of sports. And if you like the channel, share with your family and friends by clicking the share button. And as always, feel free to join in on the live chat where you can post your comments or call 475-221 so you can tell us how you feel about the topics. No doubt. All right. And Debbie Gamble is in the chat and she said, you know, she got your support and God also got your support. Shout out to you, Deb. Um, Thanks, Deb. Appreciate Thank you. you so much, Deb. Yeah, it was um sad and heartbreaking news. And um I, w I wish my son Brian um well yeah. My heart goes out to him. He uh, lost his mother today. Oh, wow. My son, yeah. Brian, was named after my brother, and uh, he lost his mother. And um, my heart goes out to him and my grandson. You still got family, man. You still got family. Yep. Yep. And um, our hearts also go out to the people in Florida, Puerto Rico, Everybody hit by this devastating hurricane. Yeah. It's just um, sad. Yep. And uh, the this hurricane from last last week um, going up to Canada and surprised them mm -hmm. by devastation. So we yeah. hope that everybody can get back on their feet and. Uh, Get back to a regular life. Well, in the world of sports, Major League Baseball talk around the bases. Terry, tell me, what did you see? Well, we got to see uh, number 99, Aaron Judge, tie uh, fellow Yankee Roger Maris, um, record of 61 home runs. Um, congratulations to him for that. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Yankees need to take care of Aaron judge and sign him. Um, something else interesting. I saw, I saw Roger Maris jr. Um, take a jab at, uh, 
Barry Bonds fans and say that Aaron Judge could be considered the all-time home run leader, not just in the American League, but all time. So yeah, yeah. That was that was very interesting. <laughs> that might be a topic for another show, but um, you know, um great talent. You know, I, I'm glad that he got the monkey off his back. I know it was kind of lingering over him a little bit, but he finally got it. And I'm happy for him. And just on another note, going into this weekend, you probably have one of the most important series taking place between the Braves and the Mets. Again, I had the Mets um, getting into the playoffs and doing some things this year. So we'll see what they do, see how they, they show and prove. going to be some good matchups. I think DeGrom is going against Max Freed. Game one on Friday, and then uh, mm-hmm. Max Scherzer takes the mound Saturday against Kyle Knight, Kyle Wright. So, yeah, still, still some good baseball left. We watched. Mm. Brian, yeah, and uh, yeah, the playoffs started for the Mets and, and Braves. They're fighting just you know to get that number one spot. Mm-hmm. Um. Sure, sure. That's what he gets paid the big money for. This is so it's time to shine. If they can do it. Um I had a bet. I'm gonna say I don't think they will do it, but hopefully, you know, I'm gonna root for New York. I'm gonna go for that. Um in relations to my my White Sox, they just folded up the last 10 games. They went two for eight, and that just put them right out, man. It was right there and then they just folded up. But uh, all eyes have been pretty much this whole week is on Judge, you know, ninety number ninety nine, and one more homers problem is not one for him. So, but Judge, he, he's doing everything. He definitely like he's gonna win that MVP, going for that triple crown as well. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if he doesn't get in these next two games, will the Yankees sit him? He decide to sit and rest. And forget about that. The answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I know the answer to the question of why. Why? Money. I knew you were M O N E Y. If they had to in, um, inject Aaron Judge with some of that Barry Bond stuff to get him to play <laughs> this weekend, it was just cream. It was just cream. Yeah, yeah cream. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. High, high technical stuff, right? Yeah. All dollar dollar bills. But, but for me, last night, um, I had the television on to watch the Yankee game, and then all of a sudden, the television started watching me because I <laughs> fell asleep. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm half asleep, half awake, and my eyes are closed, and I hear Michael K go. Aaron Judge just stepped out of the um, out of the batter's box. Never seen him do that before. And then all of a sudden, I hear him go, "Click, there it is!" And I'm like, "Oh, what, what?" <laughs> and then he's going around the bases. And at the end of the game, the um, the young lady for the Yankees who interviewed him asked him, "Why did you step out of the batter's box?" You usually don't do that. And he said, I stepped out and I said to myself, I had a pretty good swing. Okay. 
I think I can do this. And sure enough, he sent it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And yeah, he did. So sad, too bad for the fan out there in Toronto that didn't pay attention in gym, didn't pay attention in Pop Warner baseball on how to catch a ball. Yes. Because they just saw 500000 to a million dollars go right down into the uh, Toronto bullpen. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, man. I think if, be a hard one. I think yeah. if that was me, I if I could redo life, I would not have wanted to go to the game. <laughs> Just to know that I didn't catch the ball that would have given me a million dollars. Yeah, that's gotta hurt. Yeah. Tough to go to sleep at yeah. night with that. So mm-hmm. I I would not have felt good about that, but you know. Congratulations to the Yankees um, over um, last week, clinching um, a division. Mm-hmm. And Toronto Blue Jays, wow. They clinched a wild card. I'm pretty scared of Toronto because when that team is clicking, they can hit and yeah. they can put on a power show. Yeah. The give kudos to the Cleveland Guardians. I didn't see them coming at all. Yeah. Congratulations for them winning. Houston Astros, I oh man. That there, there goes the team to beat. And I the uh, Dodgers, congratulations to them. I'm glad Emerson's not here to to hear me say that. So pretty soon next week, let the games begin. And I'm hoping that the Yankees are in the World Series playing the Dodgers and they beat the Dodgers in six or seven. And that's how I feel. <laughs> Guys, congratulations to James Harden losing 100 pounds. Brian, roll that audio, please. I think it just is, at this point, it's just dieting, it's just proper rest. And then it's just, uh, you know, for me, I think just strengthening my muscles, gaining more muscle mass, uh, which I've always had, and just seem to have. Uh, really wasn't healthy enough to, to, to put proper work in like I'm, I'm used to. So this something was huge for me, and that aspect to make sure you know the heel runs and the weight lifting was uh, a little bit didn't add to the sport as well. How much did you Terry James oh. Harden at um, 33 years old. As I was saying last year, looks like he never saw a hamburger that he didn't like. <laughs> Lost a hundred pounds. Mm. Oh, 
What do you say? Well, first off, just want to give a shout out to Stacy Jeffrey, who's in the chat. She's sending love from the UK. Um, okay. All right. But I know he said it, and I know he said to the reporter that asked him the question to tweet it, but I have to see that. 100 pounds before I can believe it. I want to see him on the court. Um, I don't know. I got to get a, a side-by-side picture going. Um, but even if he did lose 100 pounds, it wouldn't surprise me because I feel that that's something that he needed to do, right? He he needed to get in shape, get his diet together um, to improve his performance on the court, especially seeing what he's done over the past two um, playoffs and the regular season. Um, right now, there's a lot of basketball experts that are saying he's plateaued and he's past his prime. So, I mean, weight loss or not, He's got to go out there and perform well in the regular season and the playoffs to kind of change people's minds, um, especially on this Philadelphia team, which I feel they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent on this team. Um, you know, they they could I, – I, I know this season hasn't started, but they're my dark horse to get to the finals. You know, so – yeah. Okay. So that's a that's a ugly dark horse you're on. Hey man, it's just, that's why it's, it's a dark horse. It's, oh, you, really? won't, you won't see him coming. Mark that down. Okay. What yeah. again? It's this is gonna it's gonna involve James Harden playing well, and not just well, but back to his old self. So we'll see. Mm. Brian. Uh, with him losing a hundred pounds, I, I'm going to be like, this is a family show. So I'm going to say, get the bleep out of here with that. Because you figure he lost a hundred pounds. You saying what he what was, he 300 before that or what, what was he saying? But to me, the bigger story is as an athlete striving to be good or to be great, I should say, you don't work out to stay in pace with father time you work out harder to stay ahead of father time because when father time catches up with you 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 ain't pulling back in front of him he's pulling you back two times full so to me it's like what he was saying in that audio was he's getting his body right he's getting his muscle memory like what was you doing all that time (laughs) what was you doing before that what are you saying What, what is he actually saying that he was not really in it. He wasn't committed to it. And that that's why I say for me, I think certain players or maybe athletes take it as a form of entertainment and they don't take it because to be great, you have to take that as your job. You have to take it as a commitment and you have to take it as a lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, that means when you're off season, you're still working out. That's why you see like a LeBron James, somebody who's putting in that work on the offseason, a Kobe Bryant who was relentless in his workouts, as everybody would hear and you heard stories about. Michael Jordan, you much as he was an assassin on the court, you always heard that he was working out on his game. 
trying to bring something new. You you don't work out when you want to and, and when I feel like it. Don't work that way. And I think we lost T, but I'm gonna have to bring him back. So I wouldn't um I wouldn't give a wooden nickel for him. <laughs> Not even a wooden nickel, man. Not even Nope. Uh, when when you're getting paid this kind of money mm-hmm. and and I don't degrudge any player athlete making the money that they can make god bless you if you can make that money mm-hmm. but if you do not want to take care of your body then what you're putting out there on the court I have no respect for you yeah, it's yeah. a it's it's an entertainment game and you're saying yeah i don't feel like working out i don't want to watch you because you're not committed so let me go watch another team play you're showing to and you want to be the star you want to show that you're the one that everybody should be looking up to but everybody knows you're not working out. You're not fully committed. Yeah. yeah. And so now you're saying this year, I lost a hundred pounds. I'm fully committed. And I'm going to look at you like, yeah, but where were you last year? How far could we have gone last year in the playoffs? Could we have beaten Boston? Mm-hmm. So no, no, I, I I would not want to play with somebody that all of a sudden this year, yeah, come on, let's come on, we gotta go out there and we gotta win. I'd be like, get out of my face. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to hear none of that nonsense. Where were you last year when you were eating all those buffalo wings? Where were you at? Yeah. We were in our best shape. You're supposed to be one of the leaders of the team. And you're out of shape. Yeah. I, I I got no respect for you. And the fact that I wouldn't he trust that, you. that he wasn't in shape. It's not like he was on the same team. He came from what we would have said would have been a contender, the Nets. Then he yeah, went to super Philly, team. another team that was committed, contender. So you saying once again you wasn't in shape, or in your best shape, whatever you want to say. And to me, it's like if I, if I'm, and, and matter of fact, in the video, if you watch the interview, Joel MB was sitting right next to him. I, I was wondering what he was thinking. Like, yo, I'm out here putting in, putting in that work, and you telling me you was just chilling, just coming and in. And played hurt. Yeah. And B played hurt last year too. So in the I'll be like, you know what? Get 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 the bleep out of here. You know, I'll put it to you. I'll I'll give you something. At my job, what we would do is we would take a hydrant apart. That somebody hit a hydrant, and it's not like the movies. Somebody hits a hydrant, and all of a sudden you see a bunch of water up in the air. No, the hydrant would break off. So we would have to go and reset that hydrant. So there's when when it's time to reset the hydrant, I'm on one end of the hydrant, 
and another individual is on the other end of the hydrant. So when you go pick up your side, that guy on the other side, he's thinking, he doesn't have to think. He knows when we go one, two, three, lift, you're going to pick up your side. Okay. When you have somebody that you're looking going, you're out of shape. <laughs> you're fat. You look lazy. I don't think you can pick up your side. You're like, man, go get this guy out of here. Go get somebody <laughs> off the bench who that I know that at least worked out, got in shape, that can lift his lift this side of the hydrant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so no, I I I I would be looking to trade him in a heartbeat. Well, they got him for one year, so they're they're yeah. playing with house money. Yeah. I, I would <laughs> house money is like this. Come all star break, trade him. Well this is this is a show show improve year for him. Yeah. Regardless. That's why he don't less money. Don't yeah. keep them, trade them. What? Because here's the thing: you've got them on one year. Yep. If you keep somebody like that, who's only getting in shape for one year, what do you think he's going to ask for? Oh no, I, I'm not giving them a long term. A four year or three year extension? No. And so but, you uh, would have to go, and you would say, you would have to say to him, "I'll give you this money, but there's going to have to be a clause that." You're gonna stay in shape. Yep. That, that's gonna and be then coming. he's gonna be offended by what do you mean I gotta stay in shape? And somebody's gonna tell his agent he was <laughs> eating buffalo wings. Yeah. Carrot cake. Mm -hmm. Soda pop. No, I'm not giving him that money. Please. And and it's so fitting because then I seen the interview with the gentleman Terry has behind him on his picture of Ben Simmons and they was talking about the episode where he got kicked out of practice and I, I was listening to the story but then when he got to the part he was like oh I didn't have a cell phone in my pocket it was my jersey once he said that credibility was shot I, I just was like I, I don't even want to listen to the rest of this story yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, you know at the at the heart of it all right I think what we're saying is there's some accountability involved, right? Yeah. You know, to the fans, um, to the organization, to your teammates, you know, and with the amount of money that you're making, you're expected to perform at a certain level. Um, and that requires certain things, right? <laughs> your diet, you're in shape, you know, being injured is a whole different thing, but if you're, if you're healthy, that's that's what what's expected of you. Yeah. Yep. That's a great job for the NBA though. Yeah. College football. Let's go top six. AP. You have the Georgia Bulldogs, Alabama, mm -hmm. number two, both of them four and oh. Ohio State, 4-0. Michigan, 4-0. Clemson, 4-0. Clemson's at number five. Number six, USC, the Trojans. Kentucky, 
University of Kentucky, four and zero. Tennessee, four and zero. Hmm. Oklahoma State, three and zero. And at wrapping it up at number ten, NC State. Number ten, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So at your top four in the coaches poll, the top five are pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. But at number six, they pretty much the same with USC. But at seven, they have uh, the coaches like Oklahoma State at number seven. They like University of Kentucky at number eight. And at number nine, they like Tennessee, and they both agree with the AP that um, NC State should be number 10. Hmm. Let's see what happens when November comes around and what's really going to separate a lot of things in the SEC is when Georgia plays Alabama and Tennessee plays Kentucky and Auburn, then it'll be like the domino effect. It'll be like Wall Street. You'll just start yeah. seeing the market drop on some of these college teams. Well, I, I'm thinking, what's the name to win uh, this week? Uh, oh, Arkansas, believe it or not, over Bama. Mm. Wow. Arkansas over Bama? Yeah, I just see it coming, man. I, I thought they could have lost last week. Bama. Yeah, I, I was surprised at how. Um, I want to say poorly they played, but um, they could have lost that game last week. Yep. Yeah. There's only one thing. Bama's 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never like that. Coulda, shoulda. <laughs> Win uh, or lose. <laughs> Bottom line. We got winners and losers. <laughs> Guys, week three in the NFL. Uh. Winners and losers. Mm. Terry. And I'll just let you guys know, oh. I did say watch for the Jaguars to beat the Chargers. Yeah, you call yeah. that. Yeah, you, you did call it. it. You yeah. call it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chargers got a nice young, I won't say nucleus, because they still have some developing to do, but they have a nice young team. Um their wide receiver, uh, Zay Jones, he had a breakout game. He led them in catches and yards. Uh, the, the Jags offense looked, it looked pretty good. And their offensive line looked really good because they kept Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack at bay for pretty much the whole game. Um, you know, they haven't allowed a sack in like two weeks now, two straight weeks. So, mm -hmm. Uh, they're doing a really good job on that end of the ball. Um, their, their offense, they get the ball out quick, you know. But, you know, they still, as much success as they had, they still do struggle down the red zone. Um, so they definitely have to improve on that. For the Chargers, you know, I picked the Chargers last week to win it, you know. But to me, and I said this before, they're about a year or two away from, in my opinion, from being a consistent winning team. You know, they're just, they're inconsistent at times. 
But you can't you can't win playoff games and championships being inconsistent. So they've got some work to do. I don't know if it's coaching. I definitely I'm not gonna put it on the players, but we might have to start looking at the coaching. Um but again, it's still early. It's only week three, so no need to panic. But they're, uh, in my opinion, again, they're about a year or two away from being considered a consistent winning team. You think the Jaguars will be a consistent winning team in a couple of years? Uh, possibly, possibly. It's they're they're still young. It's still early for them, but we'll see. I'm talking about. Chargers, though, they're just not consistent. Well, the thing that I said to to both of you guys about the Chargers is the coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have the right coach at the helm, you can lose and go nowhere. And before you know it, here comes free agency and people start plucking guys right off your team, and if you have a bad draft, there you go right back in the gutter. Mm-hmm. When that coach last year, everybody was like, why is he doing this? Every time you turn around, he's doing fourth down. And then you had the, I'll never forget that Sunday night, the owner came out of his luxury box to congratulate the team because he knew that his head coach was just going to let the clock run out and a tie would get his team in the playoffs. Nope. Timeout. (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine the owner looking at that guy saying, what did you just, how much money you just cost me? Yeah. I, 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 I hate to say it, but I would have did a Donald Trump on the Apprentice show and said, "You're fired." Get your stuff and get the hell out of here. Uh, what, what did you think? Uh, I, I thought I, I was surprised. Uh, Jacksonville, um, because I could, you couldn't really get a chance to really evaluate them with the whole debacle last year with the head coach. Now that they got, uh, is it Peterson? Is it Peterson? Is yes. Peterson in there. Now you see the stability. Now you see the functionality of the quarterback that they got, that they picked overall number one. You're starting to see with good coaching and grooming the way he is starting to show off a little bit. Um, and on the other hand, that coach for the Chargers, there you I think you may be right but I think that team is actually ready to win I think the coach is hampering them from winning mm. um he I think he is stepping them back a little bit and it's not offensively it's just his game management his is small things the details that it just doesn't seem to grasp yet and, and mm-hmm. in that game what I thought really brought that out to me was when they were losing and they lost their left tackle Slater and they was getting blown out and you still had your young quarterback in there who you know is already hurt and you could have took him out let him rest because it was the game was over essentially 
And the whole game, he didn't really make any adjustments to. I thought he should have ran the ball more, and he, he made no adjustments. He just act like everything was fine. So, to me, I, I, I think that coach is really hampering them. Hmm. Yeah. Well, my last thing on the, on the Jaguars was I, I had a chance to watch him in a preseason game against the Steelers. And the thing that I noticed was their offensive line is big. Their defensive line is big. And they've had a few losing seasons that they were able to get top-notch players. Mm-hmm. And so, like Terry said, in, in a few years, but in a few years, those some of those guys are going to be free agents. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that window opportunity is quick, man. Axe yep. so, Tennessee. Yeah. Right. And the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Guys, Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins 21, Bills 19. Terry, how hot was it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it, it was a good game. It, it wasn't, I think, what I expected. I think everybody was looking for a shootout, you know, Dolphins, Bills, two high-scoring offenses. But it didn't really pan out to be that. Um, both teams played well for the most part. Um, I felt like um, the Bills probably – played better than the Dolphins. Um, I, you know, I, I felt like they played a better game, but I'll give the Dolphins defense credit. They got to Josh Allen when it mattered most, you know, at the end of the game. And uh, it's questionable, but somehow Tua cleared those cobwebs from his head after getting hit really hard, like looked like he had a concussion hard. Um <laughs> And he led a, you know, he led the Dolphins down the field early in the fourth quarter on a scoring drive, which turned out to be the difference maker in the game. Um, you know, tough loss for the Bills, but I still, I, I have them as, as my team in the AFC. They're they're hungry. This just made them more hungrier. Brian, yeah, that game lived up to what I was looking for. I was. Wanting a good game, and it—that's what we got. Um, uh, <laughs> the, the whole uh, uh, what, what's the tour? Yeah, uh, the concussion, or as they say, he had a back injury or something mm-hmm. like that. That mm-hmm. investigation should be looked at really uh, deep because he—he uh, he was out of it. He—he <laughs> he was really out of it, and they tried to say it was a back injury. They can get out of here with that, but. <laughs> That that offense is potent. Um, I, I was really shocked by the, the the pressure that they was able to get from their D line. Um, mm-hmm. One of the linebackers I wish the Steelers had back. That that would help us out. He was out there. He was all up in the kitchen in that game. But it was a great game. Uh, I I would like to see them play again, and I would like to see Buffalo defense healthy. They was pretty banged up on the back end. Yeah. They yeah, were. They was playing with 
second and third string guys almost back there in corners safeties so i would like to see those two play again and but i think miami is something something that people got their eyes on now they they may wasn't really looked at before but now they're looking at them like okay but now i want to see how miami handles that because people are going to be expecting that and can they maintain that be the question Hmm. Well, I find it hilarious because it was the Ali and George Foreman fight. And this was um, the thrill in Manila. Buffalo came down there. We're going to pound. We're going to grind. They said, okay, keep pounding, keep grinding, keep staying on the field. It's a hundred (laughs) degrees. The offense is on the sidelines. And what a, a lot of people don't realize down there in Miami, when they designed that stadium, when they play the one o'clock game, you're in the sun. They designed a field where that the visiting team has the sun pounding on them while the home team is in the shade. Chill. So coming from Buffalo, you're playing in cool weather. You're not used to playing in that humidity. Yeah. And they got tired out. Yeah, people was falling like flies. Yeah. Yep. So good job on on the architect who designed that new stadium down there. Because I remember when a few years ago, Pittsburgh went down there to play. And they made Pittsburgh put on the black uniforms. <laughs> and they were they and you know you're down there in Miami and Pittsburgh was down there doing a little bit of partying had probably a hangover and they got shellacked sweat it out sweat it out, <laughs> out. yeah <laughs> everything you had uh, the last night sweat it out <laughs> but guys um Colts 20 Chiefs 17 did anybody see that coming Terry no, not at all. Uh, the, I'll give the Colts credit. They played well, and they, they earned the win. Um, it wasn't just given to them, kind of, sort of. Um, the Chiefs, I thought this this year, at least from the first two games I saw, I felt like they had they turned the corner in terms of, like, offensively, being consistent, they they kind of remind me um, of the early Warriors teams. A lot of firepower, but sometimes the Warriors would turn the ball over, and you'd be like, "Why?" And this is kind of what happened in this game. But also, the Chiefs' special teams kind of hurt them as well. Yeah, and yeah. defense too. They just didn't play well. They didn't execute on both sides of the ball. Um, but I'll give Matt Ryan, 
credit. You know, like I said, they earned the win. So congratulations to them. But um, I just want to see the Chiefs be more consistent because that offensively they have a lot of firepower. They just got to put it together. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. yep. Guys, what's up, Brian? Uh, did you like the Chiefs winning that game? Well, the Chiefs didn't win it. I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, uh, well, I didn't see it coming. I can tell you that I yeah. didn't see it coming at all. And I bet you a lot of other people didn't see it coming either. I don't even Somebody know what the points out. was on that. Ooh, who picked that? Aaron picked that. No, I didn't pick the Chiefs. Um, okay, I will say I don't think nobody on the panel picked that. Yeah. Uh, but give the Colts credit. Uh, I think they they was what was they on three or that or on two? Like it was on two. So for them to win that game, it was big, and I did not think they would win that game. And uh, what Terry was saying about the Chiefs, they need to just put. Find out how to put a complete game together at certain points in the game, um, but we'll see what uh, if the Colts can uh, build off of that win because right now nobody thought Jacksonville will be leading that division. Nobody saw that coming. So, and it don't look like they're ready to give that up. So, Colts may have a uphill climb still. So they need to continue playing, playing hard. They got a good team. They had to go offensive line. I know that. So yeah. let's see if they can just continue that role. Yeah. I'm glad the Chiefs lost. I, I'm not, I'm why, why, why is that? Um Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen throw the football on many different angles but sometimes the way he prants out onto the field it's like i'm like oh boy i i if i was a defensive lineman or a linebacker i and i had to play the night before the game i would just have a a picture of him like i'm gonna get you you're not gonna. You're not gonna do that little prance coming out on the field. This is. You may do it the next Sunday, but this Sunday I'm gonna try to make sure that you just can't play in this game. But he's he's just he's just a. You got to tip your cap to him. He is a yeah, he's one a of a kind quarterback. Yeah, he's a he's a winner. Yep. Yeah. Broncos. Oh, this was a good baseball game. Oh, yeah. From Broncos 11, 49ers 10. T, what happened to your bullpen? See, uh, it's, it's frustrating, man. This is this is what I was talking about last week. This, this version of the Niners offense is what frustrates me most. Because um, their defense played well. Pretty much the whole game, mm -hmm. but the offense couldn't couldn't put points up on the board. Um, you know, it was seven three for most of the game, and I'm sitting there watching the TV like, "Come on, just put up seven. That's all we need is seven. 
and they couldn't do that. Um, and the Broncos' offense did not look good for most of the game. Um, and even when they scored, it was just because Russell Wilson was able to use his legs to keep drives alive. But um, again, you know, this is where the the frustration comes in with Jimmy G. You know, um, he's been in the league long enough to know he's got to, you know, to have that situational awareness, field awareness, to know not to step out of the end zone. I saw, I'm going to be honest with you, I saw that, I turned the channel. Uh, You know, that's, that's, you're a veteran quarterback. Uh, You you have to know where you are on the field, and you, you can't give up a safety there. Bad enough that you... You're not putting points up, but a safety that that's unacceptable in my book. Um, and in my opinion, it gave the Broncos enough hope that they could win the game after that. Um, I did turn the channel back, but I I did. I'm tell you right now, I turned the channel and I actually shut the phone off just in case somebody was going to text me. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. It's simple with the Niners. Like I said before, you got to put points up. The defense is too good um, to not put points up on the board to get a win. Brian. Yes, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. You got to know where you are on the field, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> but, uh, it was a, it was not a good game at all, man. Uh, Niners defense did look good. And imposing um Denver offense, but pretty much since the start of the season, they just seem like they're not on the same page. They're not clicking. I don't know what it is. And the offensive line, it seemed like Russ is just running around pretty much on every every snap where he's going back to pass. It just doesn't seem like they got no cohesion at all. So uh, I'm thinking at some point in time that is going to click and they will get on the bicycle and take off the training wheels and start riding. But right now, the, the, something is missing. And the Niners, I expected ups and downs. If, if Jimmy's going to be the quarterback through the rest of the season, I, I expect some ups and downs. That's just who he is. But they just want to get to the dance. That's all they want to do with him and, and let the chips run from there. Because his track record pretty much will let you know that's what he's going to do. So I don't know if it's him or is it the coordinator. What would you say, T? It's your team. You watch him diligently. Um, Well, I'll say this to add to it. Still no excuse for stepping out of bounds or stepping in the back of the end zone. But Trent Williams did get hurt. Um, so that that played into a little bit, and they're thin at running back as well. Um, but like you said, this is this is who Jimmy G is. This is what the the Niners' offense is with him. Um, I don't know if I can put the put it on the coordinator right now, especially they weren't at full strength, um, so it's tough. But again, decisions or mistakes like that where you step out of the end zone and give up a safety mm-hmm. that's unacceptable yeah I, I i can't put it on the coordinator mm. well i'm gonna be nice 
And I don't blame Garoppolo. Because Garoppolo didn't play any preseason games. And he was restricted in training camp. So he's basically getting all of this during regular season. Uh, A lot of quarterbacks didn't play in training camp, though. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing about it is some quarterbacks need the reps. And it's all about, and you're talking about speed and timing, and he was off. I mean, nothing. He was just basically, okay, get out there and play. They had no intentions on playing him this year. It was all going to be Lance, Mm -hmm. and he got hurt. But I still think they're a playoff team, and he's going to get up to speed, and and he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, the game that I hate to talk about is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns 29, Pittsburgh 17. Terry. Uh, tough loss for the Steelers, but to me, the key to the game was Nick Chubb. Um, I know the Steelers, Steelers like to pride themselves on uh, – their run defense being pretty tough, even without T.J. Watt um, on the field. But that he was able to run against their defense. Um, and the, the Steelers' offense played – they played pretty good that first half. Mm-hmm. But they went flat in that second half. Um, I mean, Trubisky couldn't even get the Steelers into Browns territory in the second half. Um, and I'll just say this, man. Um, from this point forward, Trubisky is under the microscope. Win or lose, um, it's it's always going to be that question is always going to be there after the games. Go with Trubisky or Kenny Pickett at quarterback. It's not going away to any. It's not going away this season at all. So um, you're going to be dealing with some controversy for the rest of the season. So good luck. <laughs> Brian, uh, Terry said they look flat. They didn't look flat. They looked like they was riding on, as young kids would say, they was riding on straight twenty twos with no <laughs> no tires, just straight rims. Just that's all they was riding on the rims. Was, man, and I can't even blame the defense because they couldn't move the ball. They they couldn't sustain any drives, and. The more I keep looking at it, I'm like, something has got to change. I'm like, is Tomlin, I don't know if he's going to override this, the head OC or not, but something's got to change because they're literally putting eight guys in the box and they like beat us over the top because that's it. That's all you're going to do. Other than that, you're not running the ball because you can't run it because we got too many men on the field. Uh, up at the line of scrimmage, so I can't really directly say it's the old line because they have they got they're not getting a fair shot. And I, I'm I was talking to Aaron about this a little earlier. I'm like, well, I'm gonna have a short leash on this game with Trubisky. And Aaron was kind of saying, well, no, I think it will be on the OC, but. I don't see you doing OC in the middle of a game. So one goes hand in hand, I think. That's the way I would say. So 
But uh, this this game right here will be the determining factor where changes will be made if they lose in that type of fashion, whether it be the OC or if it be the quarterback. But one of them is going to have to change. Something's going to change, and and losing to the Jets at that, which is possible. Because <clears throat> Flacco play, plays us very well. Well, looky, looky, looky. For me, I would uh, if if Trubisky doesn't come out and win this game, I'm going with the offensive coordinator. What do you mean, going with the offensive coordinator to be? Fired? I would, I would, I, I wouldn't fire him, but I would demote him. Well, also okay. For the simple fact, you had Big Ben last year, and I heard all this stuff about people saying, "Oh, Big Ben, he's got he's not mobile." Got him to the playoffs. All of a sudden, they get rid of Big Ben. Oh, you got Mitchell Trubisky. He's um, he he can move. He can move around in the pocket. Okay. What has he done? Nothing. Still can't score. Still, still the same flat offense. So now you go ahead, and Pittsburgh's not going to do it. They're going to stick with um, Canada as the offensive coordinator. And let's see what. Because if Trubisky doesn't win this game, here comes. Here comes um, pick um, Pickett's next game. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if he even finished the game. True. No, I don't think they're going to do that to him. They'll they'll just let him go ahead and say and let him start on the road against, which I think we play. I can't remember if it's the Ravens or somebody, but that's not a team you want to start. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, as it as that also well, believe it or not, I think Big Ben cut his first cut his teeth against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, for some reason I think I think they play Tampa or something. I don't know yeah. why, but so guys, that either. Yeah, I want that smoke. As Jimmy. <laughs> We're going to do the two-minute drill for week four predictions. Two-minute Terry, Dolphins, Bengals. Dolphins. Brian, Vikings, Saints. Uh, I'm going to take Vikings, Saints are a mess right now. Browns, Falcons, Terry. Browns. Bills, Ravens. Brian. Wow. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens. Or show me the money. Commanders, Cowboys, Terry. Cowboys. Seahawks, Lions, Brian. What the Lions? Emerson Chargers, Texans, Terry. Chargers. Titans, Colts, Brian. 
Colts. Bears, Giants, Terry. Give me the G-men. I'm taking this one. Jaguars, Eagles. I am going Eagles. Jets versus Steelers. Terry. Steelers. Cardinals, Panthers. Brian. Arts. Patriots and Packers. Terry. Give me the Packers. Broncos versus the Raiders. Broncos, Brian. Raiders. Ooh, both of those teams need that win. Um, yeah. Give me the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Chiefs, Buccaneers, Terry. Bucks. Rams versus 49ers. Terry. Oh, big payback, man. 49ers. Big payback. Right. Rams versus 49ers. Brian, please. I'm taking the Rams and going with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it for week four in the NFL where they play for pay. Yeah. yeah. We just told Guys, yeah, it was it was it was pretty good tonight. Yeah, and um, once again, we want to say thank you to our listeners out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for tuning in from the United States and from the Ukraine, and from the Ukraine, stay strong and keep up the good fight. UK too. UK. UK. Everybody listening. Philippines. Yes. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, we do. Terry, tell them one more time about that subscribe button, please. Please hit that subscribe button. Um, also, leave a comment. Let us know how we can improve the show. Let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what you like. And um, we'll see you next week. And same time, same channel. And please leave a comment if you think I'm too cranky or you think I need to shut up and stop talking. You don't like anybody. You like you don't like anybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's just an old man. I don't like, like him. He's like the Grinch. Man. I like the way he lays his shoes up. I like him. <laughs> yeah, well. I like the way he runs onto the field. On, <laughs> on a lighter note, thank you everybody for tuning in. Good night and God bless. Thank you. Good night.